we made it. <laughs> so uh, we sure did. Um, thank you for being here today. Um, I have nominated you uh, as my co-host because yep. uh, Kim is is not here today. Um, she's taken ill and uh, lost her voice. So it's hard to be on a podcast when you have no voice. Um, and so here we are. So we'll try to make her proud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we will. So thank you so much for, uh, flying by the seat of your pants a little bit today and helping me out. Um, I love it. So, uh, before we kind of dive in and get into that, um, I wanted to, uh, talk a little bit about celebrations, right? This is how we start our time together. And I would love to hear what you're celebrating. I don't know. I'm kind of anxious to hear yours because you kind of lead it in before. So I feel like we need to start with yours because now my wheels are turning. What does she have? As your co-host, I'm going to reverse it back to you. I'm anxious to hear what you want to say. So I was thinking I give a little bit of thought every Friday to, you know, what I'm celebrating. It's a great practice that I have to kind of reflect on the week. And I was celebrating my compass, right? So having um, that that compass in place this past week has helped me kind of stay on my path and, and keep my direction. And then today with Kim being ill and kind of like all of this flying by the seat of my pants today, I was like, oh, but maybe I'm celebrating like flexibility, right? And adaptability and resilience. And then I'm like, hey, but wait a minute. Those two kind of go together because I have my compass, right? Because I know where I'm going. I do have that flexibility and that ability to kind of just pick things up and run with them and and not let them like weigh me down. Um, And so... Maybe I, I think I'm celebrating like not just both of those things, but like the togetherness of those things. So that it just felt really good today to be able to say, hey, like, yeah, I've got this. Um, and I got a great co-host, a guest co-host well, coming on board. Sometimes it takes something happening for you to realize, wait a minute. You know, you, you kind of just you go through the motions most days, but sent, then something knocks you off and then you realize, wait a minute, I have other things, other skills, other you know, patience and and flexibility that I didn't know I had, right? Yeah, it's all our tools in our toolbox, right? Um, And figuring out how to use them. So um, yeah, so that's what I'm celebrating. How about you? I'm actually celebrating two things. Something goes in my eye right now. I'm celebrating two things. Um, One, quality time with my son. My son and I are going to go away for the weekend to visit a friend. So um, we don't get a lot of, you know, you kind of again, you go through every day and, and sports and this and that, and then you forget to just not, you don't forget, but life gets in the way, right? So I'm celebrating yeah. the quality time with my son. Um, and then I'm also celebrating that we may be going to Spain for a month. So I'm celebrating that as well, that that his father is a wonderful co-parent and sees the benefits of it and supporting me. And so I'm celebrating working on that as well. So two big celebrations for me. Oh, fantastic. I know travel is such a big part of who you are and what you do, right? When you can share that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With your kiddo. That's fantastic. Um, So yeah. So here, let me do a quick introduction. Um, And uh, I I can't wait to to introduce folks to you um, because I just am over the moon that you're here today um, because travel is such a... uh, it's got a little seed of uh, exploration and experimentation that I think we can all uh, use. Um, And so, yeah. And so here's Erica, Erica Budd, uh, who started traveling overseas when you were 18 years old, working as an au pair. And since then, uh, you've traveled to over 30 countries, living in both Spain and Australia. 
international travel is your passion and you take pride in the fact that at the age of five, by the age of five, your son had already had two stamps in his passport. Remember when they used to stamp them? They just don't do that I anymore. know. Now they don't stamp every single one, but oh, they sorry. do. He still has stamps on his passport. So not every country has to have them. Um, and so you started uh, the Travel Rangers book series and Planes, Trains, and Kids Abroad travel podcast because you hope to ignite a passion for travel abroad in both children and adults. You want to teach them about the fascinating cultures throughout the world and the many different perspectives shared by the wonderful people of this world that make it such an amazing place to live. Oh, speaking right to my heart. Oh, love it. Yes, that's exactly. And we'll, we'll speak about it later, but... Yeah, it's it's interesting where I am now because it's something I never thought I'd be doing. So yeah, <laughs> well, so let's jump in there. You know, I'm fascinated by people and like on our career journeys because sometimes we get to a place in our lives that just it doesn't fit us anymore. It's like we're trying to put on we are wearing small clothes and we're like this doesn't feel right and and so we get to pivot and we get to figure out what does feel right. Um, and I would love to hear about your journey and like like. You already alluded to that you never imagined that you would be doing something like this. But tell me, like, like where did you start from and, and all of the pivots along the way? Yeah, I was there was a term that you used earlier in a previous email, and it was I loved it. Confused octopus. <laughs> Great term. I haven't heard that before, but when it was like, that would be me because my hands in a million different things, just trying to honestly, it's all in the search to be fulfilled, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have been searching. I wasn't one of those people that I thought I knew what I wanted to be and never went that direction. I got a degree in business because I still had no idea what I wanted to do, but I figured that was a well-rounded degree. And I have been searching for 25 years to try to figure out what I wanted to do. I just... I just knew that I didn't want to be one of those people that I was surrounded by that had a job because they had to, mm. right? That you have to earn money and you're working and it doesn't matter if you're happy. That's what you need to do, you know? Um, and so because of I didn't want to be like that, I kept, I kept trying different jobs. I've been everything from I was a director of business administration. I was a chief of staff. I've been a police officer, which is always surprising for people. Um, and that was along the lines of the volunteering, which is I wanted to help people. So mm. I wanted to, that was yeah. kind of tied together, but um, I've been everything. And then it just got to the point a couple years ago um, where I was just still not fulfilled at all, at all. I was miserable and um, I really did some soul searching. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> Like you have to do something that really makes you happy. You're too young and there's no reason for you to be unhappy. And so I spent a lot of time and, and I really narrowed it down and it brought me to being an author. And the reason why I say it's ne I never imagined I would do this. I actually wrote the first version of my book about 15 years ago. Um, but it was always something that one day, you know, I'll do it for fun just to print a book and say, I've done it. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would do it as a career. Um, but it just it just came down to the travel aspect. And when I realized what I love about, one of the things I love about travel is when I get to share my experiences and, you know, people mm -hmm. ask questions because they're curious. And I love, I love that. And that mm -hmm. kind of led me to, well, a book lets me do that with kids and parents and families. And, 
you know, now I speak at schools and I get to see their faces light up and ask questions and I love it. So that's what led me to being an author. And then as a podcast, my, cause my podcast, we, I, I speak with families who travel abroad with their kids. Again, never in my wildest dreams, I think I'd ever have a podcast, but as I was speaking with other, um, uh, in other Facebook groups, honestly. And I was seeing how everybody was so excited to share stories. I'm like, you know what? Why not have a start a podcast? Because that's another way to reach parents and, and families who either might be nervous to travel and want to hear other stories. And the great thing is that it doesn't matter who I have on. I can have the same, the same destination, the same amount of kids. It doesn't matter. Every experience right. is different, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, every, people relate in different ways. And, and that just led me to the podcast. And now between the two of them, same mission, I'm just reaching different, different ways of reaching people. Yeah, really helping people like um, Kim and I see it all the time in our business too, is that if we can't see it, we can't be it. Right. And so yeah. having that podcast and having that ability to share other people's stories, giving them a platform to share stories, people are like, hey, like, they could do it. I can, I can exactly. do that. Right. Like, why not? Well, and the funny part is that I mentioned Spain with my son. The only reason why I'm even doing that is because of two of my podcast guests. It really is. <laughs> and and I haven't even launched those podcasts yet, but they're like, you know, if, 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 the, if his father understands the importance and what you benefit from when you travel abroad, he'll let you do it. I'm like, no way. No, because I'm divorced. I'm like, no way. He's not going to let me. And then I had another a single mom who's actually right now, she just got to Mexico with her daughter. She's like, Erica, you never know unless you ask. I'm like, okay, let's ask. And yeah. so I asked and he really did. He said, okay, I, it's going to be hard for me, but I know it'll be too beneficial. So yeah, it's it's same thing for me too. I'm right there along doing what I love and having people on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit, cause you, I, I'm really curious without kind of having this I've had these conversations like weirdly this week, and I think it's a lot to do with the beginning of the year and people start to feel like um, I need a plan. I need a plan for my career. I need a plan for my life. And beginning of the year some, sometimes can spark those thoughts or feelings. And I have a, a question posed to me today um, that I'd like to pose to you. And I had this client ask me, it's like, I don't have a five-year plan on my career. Is that okay? So my, I mean, for me, yes, it is. Right. <laughs> I do. I think, I think um, we put so much pressure on ourselves to plan everything out. And then when it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, then we get depressed and then we feel like failures. And then, but that's not true. You know, it's, it's why not? I mean, I'm very much of the thought that life is too short. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. I really am. And so what if you plan something? you know, this is what I'm going to do in the next five years. And then you discover you like something else more or life derails you and you can't follow that path. And maybe it takes you 10 years. What's wrong with that? I, I definitely do not think that you have to have a five-year plan. I think it depends on the personality as well, mm -hmm. right? Um, some people, they need that structure. They need that to keep them motivated and being pushed. Some people don't. Some people are just take each day as it comes. And am I happy right now? And to me, it's, it's, it depends on you and what makes you happy. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And connecting. And sometimes that struggle, like much like your story too, is like, I'm just not fulfilled. Like, I don't know 
what exactly, but I know that I'm not. And so keep, keep exploring and keep trying different things um, so that you can start to feel a little bit closer. Um, right. And, and sometimes it is a compass and sometimes it is a map. Um, it can look different. Yeah. And I think it's what society has done to us. I really do. Um, I have a, a good girlfriend right now and she's good at what she does, but she's miserable. And I keep telling her, come on, you can do this. You're stronger than you think, but she doesn't want to be a failure. She doesn't want to be a letdown. Right. And it's so hard because so many people feel that way, right? Yeah. What they should be, what they shouldn't. I'm like, you have to stop thinking should or shouldn't comparing yourselves to others because we're all different. So yeah. Stop shitting on yourself. Uh, right. Yeah. But, but, yes, um, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So I know you talked a little bit about um, kind of some of the benefits of travel. And one of those things, right, was really that being able to connect with people and being able to like see different cultures. And that kind of, I'm going to use that as a jumping off point for okay. our um, conversation around volunteering and what volunteering our time actually means and what it can bring to us. And so tell me a little bit about how travel fits into, into that. Um. Well, wow, that's a, you took me for a little curve there. <laughs> traveling and, and volunteering tie in together. I, I guess for me, it's the, the tie in for me would be the, the giving back a culture to me. It's, it's giving what we know it's, it's um, for example, when I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking to stay in a, in a home with a family and these people, when they're when they're describing what they're looking for from someone that stays in their house, it's I want to share my culture with you. I yeah. want to share my life with you. And that's to me, that's the connection is that they want to learn from us, my son and I, and they want to teach. And I think that's wonderful because you don't know what you don't know. You know, mm -hmm. we only know what we see on TV or read in a book or see in a magazine. We don't know what it's really like until you're actually there and you get to understand why someone does something or, or, you know, um, there was a good example. Um, someone actually I had on my podcast and he went, he went to a country and they were really strict and he asked them, he's like, well, doesn't it bother you that you guys are so strict? He's like, yeah, but our, our country's clean, isn't it? You know, it's, it's a whole different perspective, right? It's, it's how you look at it. And, and to me, that's the, it's the giving back but you have to be able to receive it, right? Just like with volunteering, you can give, but if you don't understand the power of it and, and really understand what you giving is doing for others and receiving, it's the same way. If, you, if you're not willing to make that connection, then it's not as beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. It is a two-way street. And I, and, and I think oftentimes we forget that. And so when, when folks think about volunteering their time or finding the place where they want to. Um, it's about um, what can I, what can I give? Right. Yeah. Because that's who we are. Like a lot of us volunteer because we are driven by, right. We're, we're heart led. Um, and so we say, well, where, where can I give my time? Where can I give the gift of my time? And we forget that it's a two way street. Right. And so there is so much to be learned from the people that we gift our time to. They're gifting their time to us as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's also like it's, it's not just giving your time, though. It has to be like as far as receiving to me. Yes, everybody can give their time. But if you're not kind of thinking why you're giving your time, say, for example, one of the things that my son and I do is, is um, you know, we pack food for for 
packets that go across around the country. And one of the things I love is at the end, they have a video. Where is the food going? What are you doing? Like how much time, like what did your time actually do? So it's one thing to just check a box and say, okay, I did my time. Yeah. It's another thing though, to actually stop and think, what is that time? What are you doing for somebody else, for other people? You know? Yeah. And I think it's important to remember. Yeah. That capital P purpose, right. Ties in a, a lot to that and, and where we want to be, um, gifting our time, but also, right. Finding those places that, that matter. It, it ties into our values. I didn't talk about values all day long. Um, but it really does come back to, right. What's, what's important to us and, and where do we want to make a change or make an impact? Yeah, I think it's also important to remember with volunteering, though, is that, again, it comes in all shapes and sizes. So what you think is volunteering may not look the same for someone else. Maybe someone else can only value, you know, volunteer their time. Maybe someone can volunteer, you know, like uh, there's a woman nearby. She drives clothes back and forth like everybody contributes clothes and then she drives them to the homeless. You know, people have different ways of contributing and it's it's don't judge. It's it's all helpful. And again, mm -hmm. if you're remembering what you're doing and why you're doing it's it's doesn't matter. It's it's giving back in whatever form it comes in. Yeah. Um, and it, and just the act of volunteering has so many benefits too, right? Um, it, 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 when you're stepping into that volunteer space with a really open mind and, and giving and receiving, I mean, the mental health, right. That, that we, we receive from that, um, the community aspect that we are now a part of something bigger and tapping into that purpose. Um, but, um, it's all, there's so much more. There's all these spinoff benefits, um, right? Yeah, no, definitely agree. And there are benefits that you can't always see as well, which is why I have been taking my son to volunteer as long as he, as, as long, I think since he was like three. As soon as he was old enough to start doing things, we've done different things. And I've noticed, so last week or two weeks ago at a school, they had a heart challenge, you know, where they're trying to raise money for the American Heart Association. And he came home and he's like, mommy, I want to do this. I'm like, okay. He's like, there are kids that need heart surgery. And he was like, I want to raise money. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So we put together the page and then I clicked it off. He said, mom, I got to get my money. You know, he was like <laughs> upset that I didn't, I didn't think of, he's only nine. So he's like, mom, I got to put my money down too. Like, okay, buddy, let's do this. But I really do believe it's because of all the volunteering that he's done that he recognizes that people are can benefit from this help, that there are other people that are not in the same situation. And I do think it has to come with all the different volunteer opportunities I've taken him because he, he understands that if he's not only thinking about himself, he's thinking about others. Yeah. And again, those are benefits that you don't necessarily see right away, yeah. but you know, it's, it's creating the person you are as well. Yeah, absolutely. Any thoughts or ideas for folks who often think about, um, well, actually, I'm not going to go to that question yet, because we do sometimes think that, um, geez, I'd really love to volunteer, but right, I don't have the time usually is yeah. what, right, what happens. Um, any thoughts or suggestions around like, how do we kind of change that mindset or get over that hurdle? Um, and, and honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've been in Chicago now for almost five years, and I have struggled to find the type of volunteering I want to do. Mm -hmm. So it's not always easy, unfortunately. Um, what for people that don't have the time, what I recommend is 
I mean, is it, is it time because of their working? Is it time because of family? So I'm going to take for family, for example, you could do it all together as a family. I mean, we've, we've done volunteering as a family multiple times and it's something that we will, again, we grow from, we have that quality time together. Um, so I definitely, it doesn't have to be just you and maybe your kids or your partner doesn't necessarily want to go along, but I think it's still important. It's enough to let's do this as a family. This is a special thing. Um, as far as if you're working too much, I mean, that's a whole nother beast right there, right? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's cause if they're, if they're working too much to volunteer, then they're probably working too much for self-care in general. But mm-hmm. to me, volunteering is a part of self-care. Yeah. You know, I do because it, you get something from it as well. Um, and so it's, it's unfortunately this, if you're not able to give that self-care time to you, then you're probably not going to be able to volunteer. So the priority has to be self-care in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to pop up. Here's Kim uh, who pipes in. Kim, she's joining us. Um, but she wanted, she has a great question as how does volunteering impacted each of us in our careers? Um, so I know that for myself, I often, um, thought of volunteering as a means to an end, um, very early on in my career. It was something that, um, I really, I really saw the value in kind of networking. Right. And so I had put that volunteer, I I gave it a purpose and the purpose was right. Um, uh, getting out either building relationships with my coworkers or building relationships with that community that we were volunteering at. Um, but it really helped build a bond. And like you, you were talking about, like when you can do it with your family or when you can do it with someone else, like that bond itself, like I, I, I still talk to those people that I volunteered with. Right. Because we, we did find a, um, something really similar and something that was really, that was important to us. And maybe our importance was different, but we were able to bond over that experience. And so I think that's too, when you think about relationship building um, and, and doing that together with someone, it's not just about you helping that organization or that, that volunteer place. It's also like, how are you now building a bond with someone else and, and really, right? Like no, you, you come together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. actually done this as a for my son with his friends too, so that I can spend we can all spend time together. So yeah, it's it's not just a family thing; it's just a together thing. You can bond over it. Yeah, yeah, and and then then again too, right? Going back to like the 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 giving and the receiving, um, being really open to what others are giving back to you, right? Paying attention okay. to like whatever that is um, can, can just bring so much. Um, and it's not just a one-time thing or your, your relationships that you build when you volunteer, it doesn't have to be in a container. It can be if you want it to be, but there's also like all of these other relationships that can come off of that. Um, and that you get to leverage, not leverage, but like nurture as you go. Right. And you and you build these friendships and these um, relationships just through the act of volunteering. And when we strengthen our community. Right. Like that's that's our network. That's our community that we get to strengthen um, from the bonds of relationship. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. Um, I will say for me, as I mentioned, I I was a police officer briefly because I really wanted to have a career where I was helping people. 
Um, so I thought that's what I could do. I could, I could use my smarts to help people. Um, I, unfortunately, I kind of realized that it's not, it's a lot more than that than just helping people. <laughs> that can't be your sole motivation when you're a police officer, which was really disappointing because I left my, at that time, I was a director in a company um, and I had a great career. And if I would have stayed there, I would have had an amazing career, but it wasn't calling to me as far as I really wanted to help people. And, and right. that I know came from the volunteering. Now, as something that fulfilled me, though, I always knew I wanted to give back. I wanted to do something that was fulfilling like that. Um, and so for me, what I do now with my book and my podcast, I do feel like I'm giving back to people because not only am I educating people on, on different cultures and countries, right? But I know, like, especially with my podcast, there's a lot of parents that come to me and like, oh, thank you. You know, I didn't, you know, I don't feel so alone or I'm getting tips or I'm yeah. it's giving them that extra courage to know that they're not alone. And I'm even doing it myself, right? I'm taking the advice of other people. Um, so I do feel like I'm giving back. And, and then every time I, I hear these kids, when I go to these schools and I hear them so excited about what they're reading or what they're learning about, and it's like, I'm doing that. I'm giving that to them. I'm sharing that with them. So I do feel like I'm hundred percent giving back now in a way that's, that's extremely fulfilling and I'm, I'm doing what I love. So. Yeah. And, and right. Volunteering and, and giving our time, it, it, there's, there's an opportunity for um, anyone to do on any schedule, right? Like it doesn't have to be this like huge, like, what are we looking like, right? Your long commitment or whatever that looks like. It, it's about finding those places and spaces where you can um, start to connect with others on a, on a, on a deeper level um, that, and that can happen every, anywhere. Yeah, I, I do. I do wish it was easier. Like there's some websites out there that I've tried using and it seems like a lot of the ones I've reached out to, I don't hear back. So I will put it out there that it's not always as easy to volunteer as you want. Mm -hmm. um, but now I've just re resorted to, okay, I'll do what I can right now. And then I'm just going to start calling. But we're doing a simple thing like on, on Valentine's Day, I'm volunteering at my son's school and we're going to be making cards. And I'm like, hey, why don't we have the kids make cards and we'll take them to assisted living homes? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it's it's so it doesn't have to. It could be that's the way of volunteering the kids time. I mean, it's a little yeah. bit different than volunteering. So it's not time, but it's still giving back to the community. Right. And I know it's yeah. going to make some people very happy. And it's the kids are doing it for other people, too. So there are ways you just might have to be creative with it if you can't find what you're looking quite what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And there's always a learning there too, right? Like in every opportunity that we are able to share ourselves and be able to receive something, it's there's a moment there to kind of reflect to say like, you know, what what did I learn? Um, what did I learn in this space? Uh, who am I now that I wasn't before? Um, and that can be like very, you know, quick acts of kindness even, right? Because that's a, that's a volunteer. We're volunteering something. We're giving something up and we're receiving something. So uh, finding ways to do that is also, um, right? It's a, it's a space and a place to, to be open. Yeah. But again, it's what you're saying. Like it doesn't have to be a cookie cutter, like, this is volunteering because it says volunteer here. It's little things too. Those, those, those are the same thing. It's active giving is basically, it's a better word, right? Yeah. You don't have to necessarily volunteer something. It's, it's you're volunteering your compassion or, I mean, it's, it's 
kind of a weird way to say it, but it's true. It's giving yourself. That's all in whatever form it is. To me, that's more what volunteering is, is giving yourself. Yeah. In way. Yeah, absolutely. Volunteering. I also talk a lot about volunteering to my clients who are, um, who are career pivoters, who are like, um, I, I'm not sure that, uh, I'm not sure what to do, or I'm not sure that I know where I'm headed or, or what I'm, what I'm doing and to find a place, um, where you can volunteer your time to experience, right. What it's like to be in that industry or to be in right with that, with that nonprofit or what does, what does that look like? And when you can volunteer your time and set yourself up for success and run a little experiment, right. To say like, is this really the place or space for me? Can I'm gifting my time somewhere and they're giving something back to me. Does that feel like a, a fair exchange? Um, and, and we learn so much about different, um, different cultures, right. Different, different spaces that when we can start to volunteer and start to kind of step into that, we learn more about what we want or what we don't want in our careers. And a volunteer space can be really cool for that. Um, but it's being really clear on what your purpose is, I think, right? When you step into a volunteer space, it's like, why Why am I here? What What do I want to learn or, or know? Do I want to build relationships? Do I want to, right, um, yeah. um, give back? Am I, what am I wanting to receive? But to be really clear on that. And then I think that's, that's where this time thing comes into play because when you can connect your, your volunteer time to, to a greater purpose, then time's not so, so crunchy because now you find the time to volunteer because you know exactly why you're volunteering. Um, well, and, it, and, and, you know, we were talking about someone who's too busy to volunteer, right? Chances are though, in your day, there's an organization that you follow or listen to or, um, Maybe instead of, you know, you're so busy, then volunteer for something you're already doing, you mm -hmm. know, then you can stay involved, but then give your time. If that's something you're so connected to, maybe that's your passion. And that's great. If you're volunteer, if you're that busy, then chances are, hopefully you're doing something it's because you're good at it and you like it and you want to be in it. There's a lot of volunteer opportunities within that. So mm -hmm. um, there's like, you know, business women's organizations or, you know, it doesn't matter. There's something for everyone. You just don't think about that. It's like, oh yeah. I didn't think about that. That's what I do every single day. Why not volunteer that time? <laughs> or there's like, for example, a, a local, um, there's a women's uh, entrepreneur um, organization and they do events. It's like, you know what? If I want more events, I guarantee you, if I say, can I help you coordinate these events? They'll let me, you know? In the meantime, right now, I'm, I just kind of wait for the next event. But it's like, that's again, a way that I can volunteer my time to do something that I enjoy to help others. Mm -hmm. but it's already in my life, right? I, it's yeah. like, I just forget it's already there. I think people forget they're already doing things that chances are they can volunteer with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love that, right. Is just to be more intentional around where, um, where we show up, how we show up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's fantastic. I'm just going to segue a little bit because I love this conversation. Um, conversations like this happen all the time in our community. So, uh, Kim and I are, um, have our kick-ass career collective. We are launching our winter cohort. So if you're interested in being part of the collective, being part of that group of wonderful people, um, go on over to your kickassscareer.com, um, and join, um, our training. We 
have coming up in 10 days. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. We're uh, filming some filming some training and, and folks can be a part of that. Um, so we'd really love to have you over there. Um, so any last, uh, I'm going to jump to golden nuggets. Um, Erica, what do you think? Is it is it that time as my co-host to uh, to to go there? Yeah, no, that's great. Um, a cup. I think the biggest one for me is just that reminder. Until you and I started speaking about it, it's like you forget. It's that reminder that voluntary comes in all shapes and sizes. That it's not a cookie cutter. It's giving yourself. That's I think the nugget I'm takeaway. It's like yes, you're probably giving back and you don't even realize it, but you're putting pressure on yourself to. Like maybe you're only giving what you can at the moment, you know, yeah. um, but if you're giving yourself, then give yourself some credit. And it's like, yeah, I have been giving back, you know, so that's the <laughs> negative taking. It's like, it doesn't, I don't have to go somewhere. I can still be giving in other ways that you don't realize it. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think I'm going to say, I think this was Kim's also golden nugget. I'll just put that in here too, right? Is that um, it? it is about what are you receiving? What are you getting back? Um, and that was kind of mine as well, right? When I think about the places that I'm showing up and, and where I'm uh, uh, giving my time and giving my all my gifts, right? Because it's not just time. Um, I get to give those those things I want to give um, that I do get something back. It, it, it makes a difference. Um, and uh, it, that's so important that and that mental health aspect too, right? Is that when we are out there building those relationships and sharing a part of ourselves, um, we do we are, that's us taking care of us. Um, and that's important to remember as well. Yeah, I'll add that to my golden nugget as well, because that was a good reminder that this is a part of self-care. It really is. Giving back is so good for you and you don't realize it, mm -hmm. but you do end up taking a part away. You yeah. Know? And my kid, my young son is proof that you do take things away that make you feel good and, and thinking about other people and putting them, you know, yeah, putting them in your thoughts is definitely <laughs> a positive <laughs> thing that does help with self-care. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I know that uh, folks can find you here on Big World Pub. Uh, where else? You got anything you want to share or what's going on in your world? What's going on in my world? Um, I'm working on my next book. My next book's going to be on Ireland. So that's a lot of fun. When we were on a vacation in Ireland a couple months ago, I met a family and they've stayed in touch. So they're going to make sure that I everything I write is accurate, which I love. Um, one of the things when you travel is the people you meet, right? Yeah. Um, and then if anybody wants to be on my podcast as well and share their adventures when they travel with kids, that's always, we'd love to, I'd love to have fam uh, families on or yeah, I had a solo dad on solo mom, families of six. It's wonderful. So I love it. And we'll put that in uh, our show notes so folks can uh, reach out and listen to your podcast, uh, which is fantastic by the way. So thank you for putting that into uh, the space. Cause it is, it's, it's such a, I don't know, there's, there, again, there's this seed of, of beautifulness, I think around volunteering, but also around travel is, is really, it's about sharing yourself, um, and being open to receiving others. Open to receiving. I think that's almost bigger than giving it's, it's open to receiving. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause other people might be giving and then being open to receive makes you want to give. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I love that. Um, so I just want to have a reminder out here uh, to everyone that next week we are going to be talking to Jacinth 
Koto um, at same time, same place, um, all around crafting the experiment, um, which uh, I absolutely love. I love all our topics and all our guests. So uh, thank you so much, Erica, for uh, stepping in and uh, co-hosting and guesting and uh, helping me out today. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Um, I just want to remind everyone too, if you like what you hear is to uh, subscribe, like wherever you're listening uh, and share, please. Um, because, you know, as Erica knows as well, um, that just helps other people get the information that they need um, to not only enjoy their travel um, and see what's possible, but also to craft their kick-ass career. Uh, thank you again. It. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.